Recorded live. Well, welcome to the Cosmic Pirate Podcast Live. We have, uh, wow, my, I think my father's back because we, it shows we have four total callers. And we got Cindy on the line and Roger on the line. How you guys doing? All righty. Great. My dad is back, too. Hi, Pop. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, yep. we hear you. We have, we, okay. We have Cindy on the line, too. I'm hearing everybody back through Roger or, or through Cindy, I guess. Maybe that was Cindy's phone. Good question. What's what's five cent North Carolina's on the call? No idea. That's you. How <laughs> about <a> nickel? <laughs> five cent North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> so, I knew I, I was central, right? <laughs> I knew I, I Cindy. I knew I was cheap, but I didn't know I was that cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the okay. truth always hurts. Let me say something. Say something. Before what is I hang that out. noise? That's oh. my headset. Oh, God. Let your dad talk. Yeah, let, talk, let give me 30 seconds. I'm using Mom's PowerBook or iBook, and I've checked the inputs. The microphone's connected. Everything's connected. Everything's proper. I've logged on to the the full version of TalkShoe, and Safari says that there's too many redirects, and he can't let me use it. So what I'm going to do is hunt around and see if I can dig up a microphone from my Mac Mini, and uh, the next time you try it, I'll try it on my computer upstairs, and it might I might have better luck. Uh Something's wrong here, but anyway, good talking to you, uh, <laughs> Cynthia, Roger, uh, Five Cent North Carolina says good night and uh, love you all again. All righty, well, thanks for putting up with all the BS. Yeah. Okay, thanks for joining us, Bob. Good night. Take care. My old man from North Carolina. Gotta love him. He, talk, he likes to talk as much as I do. Almost. Uh, well, he's well, still connected he, in the sense that he can hear us. Oh, that's okay. I didn't say anything bad. Uh, no, I'm just saying, he's, the, he's connected. Uh, let's let's blow through a couple pieces of wacky news before Cindy's Irish Cindy's Irish gets too high. What the hell am I talking about? I or have Cindy's no idea. Should I hang up? Phone bill gets if this will stay on. What's that? Maybe I should hang up just to see if this will continue. I don't know that it will. My dad made a good point. You're connected yeah. via phone, so your phone shows up. Your computer shows up because you're connected via chat with your computer. Yeah, you hang Roger up, and I think we're going to lose you. Shows up. Yes, but you, I don't know how he figured that out because uh, I'm seeing the same symbols for all three of us. Me too. Right, but the thing is, is is one's an audio symbol, one's a chat symbol. Cynthia yeah. is connected via chat, which is the computer, and via audio, which happens to be her phone. But that's her audio signal coming through. So right. if she hangs up, we're going to lose that audio signal. So her phone is going to go dead. She's not connected any other way except for chat and her cell phone. That we're just seeing her audio. But that's strange how it would come through. Her I understand cell phone that, understand but your father had her. seen something that was he knew it was a phone. I see a phone. Yeah, but when I look at Roger and I, it looks identical. And when I scroll over the phone, for both of us, it says "dialed in, unmuted." For him and right. for me. Now, 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 what him? puzzles me? What puzzles me, guys, is that... I'm not why seeing anything when right, I hover uh, over. Hang on a second. When I, What I'm thinking is, why would Cindy call on her cell phone and have it automatically attached to her Cynthia Irish account? Oh, I know why. Because her PIN number is her cell phone. It connected wow. her that way. Yeah. Um, so, uh, before we drain up any more of her minutes... Um, did you guys hear about the man on the lawnmower during the beer run charged with a DUI? <laughs> I, I heard something about it. 
This is in Belleville, Illinois. I gotta extend my microphone here a little bit, make a little noise. Uh, with a revoked license because of a previous drunken driving con- conviction, uh, Dennis Creton, Creton, I think that's how you pronounce it, or Creton, couldn't drive or shouldn't drive. But authorities said that didn't stop the 49-year-old man from drunkenly driving up to a gas station for more beer on his yellow riding lawnmower. Creton was charged with felony. Ag- now this is. This is good. I've never heard of this before. Let me know if you've heard of this one. He was charged with felony aggravated driving under the influence. What the hell is aggravated driving? After neighbors reported he was weaving in and out of traffic on his lawnmower Friday night. When deputies tried to stop him, authorities said Breton drove the mower into his home's front yard his 12-pack of Milwaukee's Best spilling out onto the ground along the way. $10,000 bond. So, uh, yeah, don't don't uh, don't go on a beer run on your lawnmower if you've already had a few. Well, actually, you can get a drunk driving charge riding a bicycle drunk. Really? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't know what, um, what they do to you, whether they take your license away or not, but, yeah, you can. You know, I want to recap a couple of things here while while we're on it. Uh, we've been doing this together. Well, Cindy, I was I was going over one time um, how many podcasts each of us has been with. Roger, you've been with us on about twenty episodes now, right? Twenty one, something like that. I don't know. I lost count. Cindy's been on. I think this would be her seventh or eighth podcast with us. And Dennis also has about the same as uh, well. Actually, he doesn't because he's not here tonight. Um, but yeah, we've got quite a few under our belt, and I think it's turning into something kind of cool and fun, and uh, it gives us something to do on a Friday night. So I think we should continue it. It is entertaining for us, and I, and there's people out there that are interested because I know we have people listening. Um, not tonight, but they do listen through iTunes and they download the podcast. So uh, it's cool, you know. Okay, that's all I gotta say. Alrighty then. Yeah. Did you uh, get the technical difficulties worked out here? Well, because you have to use your cell phone. I mean, what what's it going to cost you? That seven four four number, or whatever. Well, let's let's not talk too long and find out. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> well, yeah, because I don't know, so I better not, you know, just take, make be an unknown and then find out next month. We're coming up on a ten-minute uh, thing with you. You can hang up and listen, and Roger and I can, and you can chat with us, and Roger and I can continue to uh, to talk yeah. if we want to do some more stuff. All right, I'm okay. going to hang so up, we'll and it. I'll continue to listen. Okay. And chat with us, yeah. I'll try. Okay. Um, we'll try. I'll be here. All right. All right. Let's hear it for Cindy, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! <laughs> oh boy. Okay. okay. I will. <laughs> oh, she's still there. In. I'll be in. Okay, hang it up now. All right. Good night. Bye. Boom, bye. Uh, Rod, you said you had some wacky news bits. What you got? Uh, hold on a second. Oh. See what we got here. I got a number nine. A number nine. Mhm. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Well, if we're going to talk about beers first, I'm drinking a Hook and Ladder Brewing Company Backdraft Brown. Any good? 
Yes, it's tasty. Nice. Oh, I got to get down to Florida and uh, have some brewskis with my buddy Raj. Roger, how far are you from Beverly Hills, Florida? That's north of you. I have no idea. I don't know where Beverly Hills, Florida is. It's north of you, and apparently it's not far north of you. And Cindy's mom uh, has an acquaintance in Beverly Hills. So there's a chance we can kill two birds with one stone with a visit to Florida one day. So just want to throw that in there. Yes, we can do that. Did you have some uh, wacky news? Well, let's see. There's the man who uh, served time for robbing a bank, and when he got out, he robbed the same bank. What? <laughs> In Upper Town, Upper Township, New Jersey, a Pennsylvania man who served nearly six years in prison for robbing a Southern New Jersey bank was charged with robbing the same one again. The FBI, state, and local police arrested 45-year-old John Millison of Drexel Hill, PA, on Tuesday and charged him... With the July 27th robbery of a PNC bank branch in the Mar- Marmora section of Upper Township near Ocean City. It's the same bank he went to prison for robbing in 2003. What? Now, how much time had it lapsed? Well, he, he... This was this year. He robbed it in 2003, and then he just robbed it again. So uh, that would be six years. Six years. What an idiot. But at least, you know what? I have to say... At least this wasn't a guy who robbed a store in his own town. He was from PA and he went a state over. <laughs> this is true. It's yeah. not like that guy that went on a robbing spree on his block. <laughs> that was a funny one. Oh I think God. that was in one of the older podcasts, too. Yeah, yeah, we mentioned that one. Or the guys that robbed uh, a food place or something like that and like had rice, a trail of rice led, them, led the cops back to their, uh, their hideout. They're holding a bag well, of rice. What I think is hysterical, open. though, is, I mean, you got caught once before. What makes you think you're going to get away with it again? You know, go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Oh, people, <laughs> I'm telling you, just an idiot. <laughs> that was it, then? Nothing else? Well, that was it on that one. <laughs> There's a man that was arrested for barking at a Michigan police dog. Barking? <laughs> yeah. Three Rivers, what? Michigan. Authority said a, a man has been arrested arrested in for barking at a police dog. The Three Rivers Police Department said officers responded Monday evening to an apartment complex to investigate a suspicious situation. Police said police said Wednesday in a statement a twenty six year old man in the area began to torment a police dog inside the patrol car by barking and shouting at it, causing the animal to become excited and very aggressive. The man was arrested and later later released on bond. So it he faces like a, a charge of disorderly conduct. Disorderly conduct, I was going to say. So it was like some sort of, he aggravated the dog. Oh, just, hey, look, there's a, a dog in that corral. Let me bark at him. <laughs> I mean, so what? Just tell the guy to get the hell away from the car. You're cops. You know? Oh, well. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, I have an, another animal fact, just to toss in here. Uh, anyone who's afraid of sharks when they go in the water should not be too afraid of sharks when they go in the water. What you need to be afraid of are uh, cows and and getting too close to cow fields. Uh, On average, sharks kill 10 humans every year. Approximately 100 people die each year when they are stepped on by cows. (laughs) Um, Furthermore, 
The white-tailed deer causes more harm to humans than any other animals do because the number of traffic accidents that they are involved in. But I think that 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 one that last one was not. That's kind of. I could just see on Discovery next year it'll be Shark Week, soon followed by Cow Week. Cow Week. <laughs> Very good. But yeah, I mean, a hundred people die each year. Hey, did I mention the uh, the the blue tongue one while we were recording? I don't think so. Okay, well I'll do that one then. Already this then. Inter- this is interesting, and I would like to mention this for Roger, in fond <clears throat> memory of Teddy. There are only four now animals with blue tongues. Black bear, the chow chow dog, the blue-tongued lizard, and what else, Roger? A giraffe. A giraffe. And Roger has to tell us how he knows for sure that a giraffe's tongue is blue. How do you know, Roger? Well, I saw the tongue when it licked me. (laughs) You were licked by a giraffe. Sure, I was feeding it at the zoo. Ah, did it look the like has the side a of your place head? where you can feed them? Okay. Did it lick the side of your head, or was it like just licking your hand? No, I was feeding it. Okay. So it, it licked me when it was getting the uh, Jarina giraffe chow or whatever it was I was feeding it. Giraffe chow. They have. I don't know. Tongues, I don't know what it was I was feeding. Wasn't isn't the tongue like the size of your whole forearm or something? I mean, they're big animals. Oh, it it's big. Yes. Wow. Big tongue. Jeez, it'd probably hurt you if it whacked you in the head. Uh, probably. But it's a blue tongue. Is it a dark yeah. blue or like a like a denim blue? Because remember, I mean, the Teddy's tongue was like a, a denim blue, right? Like kind of a dark denim blue. No, actually, it was a light blue, but it's about was the it? same color. That's funny. Blue tongue. Could you imagine if we had blue tongues? Well, if we had blue tongues, it wouldn't seem weird. I was just going to say that because we'd be saying, "Could you imagine if we had red tongues? Oh, or pink tongues." Yeah. Then we'd be talking about uh, animals that have red tongues and how it's an amazing fact. An amazing animal fact. Plants appear to be capable of more sophisticated behavior. This is not an animal fact. This is a plant fact. Groundbreaking research by Professor Richard Carban or Carbon or whatever of the Department of Entomology. Now that's interesting. He's studying plants, but he's an entomologist or at least in the Department of Entomology. Um, University of California, Davis, indicates that plants engage in self-recognition and can communicate danger to their clones or genetically identical cuttings which are planted nearby. How cool is that? That's pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. Sagebrush was their plant of choice, uh, and sagebrush communicated and cooperated with other branches of themselves to avoid being eaten by grasshoppers. Although the research is in its early stages, the scientists suspect that the plants warn their own kind of impending danger by emitting volatile cues. This may involve secreting chemicals that deter herbivores or make the plant less profitable for herbivores to eat. So they appear to be capable of more sophisticated behavior. Now, this guy actually states that plants are capable of responding to complex cues that involve multiple stimuli. He also says that plants not only respond to reliable cues in their environments, but also produce cues that communicate with other plants and with other organisms, such as pollinators, seed dispersers, herbivores, and enemies of those herbivores. That is cool. 
Um, getting back to your little fact about uh, blue tongues, there's a blue tongue skink, which is another type of lizard. Uh, I'm looking at a picture of a rattlesnake with a blue tongue. There's some sort of cow-like animal. Doesn't say what the name of it is. Then there's a picture of a giraffe sticking its blue tongue out. And, of course, a chow-chow. Okay. Not as cute as Teddy, of course. But it doesn't show a uh, blue-tongued lizard. Uh, Well, I don't know if the blue-tongued lizard and the blue-tongued skink are the same, because a skink is a type of lizard. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That might be it, then. I would say that's safe to assume that. What do you got? Another wacky news one we can fit in the next couple of minutes, Raj? Um, let's see. How about the uh, obese man that hit a gun in his fat when he was going to jail? <laughs> oh, wait. And then he was expecting to pull out of his, his uh, flab to, uh, like, shoot somebody? Or, I mean, he's, oh. he stuck it in a fold? Yeah. 300-pound guy. Let's see. Texas inmate was able to hide a 9mm handgun and two clips under layers of body fat for more than a day while he was in custody in two different jails. George Vera, who weighs more than 500 pounds, was taken to Houston City Jail August 2nd after he was arrested for unlawfully labeling and pirating CDs. He spent the day there before being transferred to Harris County Jail where he was... Man, where he managed to keep the gun hidden between the folds of his skin for another 14 hours. It wasn't until Vera, 25, had gone through intake procedures and was being taken to the showers, the final step before going to his cell, that he told officers he had the gun and clips. Houston Police Union President Gary Blankenship said, Cadets are trained to lift up and look under fat layers on morbidly obese people but that the officer may not have arrested anyone this big before. Hmm. County detention officer said Vera should have been searched three times before getting to their facility. He added that the system obviously broke down. <laughs> but don't they have, like, gun detectors? I guess the metal detectors were uh, were not picking it up because it was under so much fat. Well, maybe he didn't go through a metal detector, hmm. but they're physically searched. And yeah. what they're saying here is the guy never lifted up the folds of fat to look under them. <laughs> it was a guy or a girl? With the, a the, guy. A fat guy? The last name was Vera, I guess. George Vera. George Vera. That's a huge man, 500 pounds. And he hides yes, his gun under his Now, wait a minute now. Why would he do it and let and go that far and then tell him? I mean, you had it in your fat for a reason, you idiot. You were going to try to make some great escape. You probably got scared there last minute and realized, realized that it was nothing you'd be able to do. You know? That is just bizarre. I mean, what a Where load. do I hide my gun? Where do I hide my gun? Oh, wait a second. How about under a fold of fat? <laughs> God, it must have stunk. How many days? I bet it, it, was did. For, it was under there for a couple of days, right? It probably smelled like old salami or something. Well, he might have had some salami in there, too, in case he got hungry. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> smell like uh, smell like a, an onion pizza. You ever you ever get that? Walk past somebody with B.O. and it's like, oh, my God. It's like I'm in a pizza parlor. Whew. Yeah. And it doesn't make the onion pizza taste any worse. It just makes those people smell pretty foul. <laughs> yes, it God, does. You smell, like, you smell like onions, dude. Take a shower. Yeah. So uh, I think we can safely call this a good podcast. Um 
we had a little rough run there. We got Roger and I live. Cindy came on for a few minutes with her cell, but that was on there. Um, we're going we're gonna to look into other options for this live cast, but this recording will remain on TalkShoe so people can come and listen to it if they want to hear some funny news about fat guys with guns in their fat <laughs> in their fleshy folds. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, that's it for tonight, guys. Thanks for joining me, Raj. Thanks for joining uh-huh. me, Cindy. And, uh, and don't we'll, forget your dad. Uh, and thanks for joining us, Dad. And we will talk to you guys next time on the Cosmic Pirate Podcast. Had a good time. Good night. Good, good night. night.